At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host live out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Your other host is on the East Coast out in Boston. It's Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Happy Friday. Good afternoon, uh, Pritch. Great to be with you. And can you feel the excitement, the energy oh, yeah. in the air? Wild card weekend is upon us, Pritch. So I'm excited. We're going to run the board, go through all of our games, finalize our card going into this weekend. Interesting movement late. We'll talk about it. But Buffalo Bills taking in some money. Mm-hmm. I opened, uh, wake, woke up today. They were around minus four. They just ticked up to four and a half. You're seeing some movement on the Cowboys as well, maybe going to three and a half here. And just one thing to, uh, to think about uh, as you bet these games this weekend, it is a good spot to bet dogs on wild card weekend in particular. Regular season dogs the last decade, 51.4% against the spread. Playoff dogs the last decade, 55% against the spread. So these playoff dogs tick up almost 4% in terms of their cover rate. And on wildcard weekend, historically, it's been a dog weekend. Wildcard weekend dogs the last decade, 58% against the spread. So, Pritch, I'm excited. I'm hoping dogs can uh, bark. We got the doggy door open. Should be a great weekend. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling great. The doggy door has been open all year long, really, if you think about it, right? Um, but uh, I, it makes sense to me because wild card weekend, some teams back in, some teams get hot at the end of the year, and so that's what we got a, a good mix of uh, this coming weekend uh, in the National Football League for the playoffs. But let's get to the BetMGM insights right away. Uh, because I want to see if you agree or disagree with some of these uh, developments here. By ticket count, most games bet by ticket count, courtesy of BetMGM, the Raiders and the Bengals. No surprise, really. That's the first game that's going to kick off the playoffs. 49ers, Cowboys, no surprise there at all, at all for me. Uh, and then how about the Patriots and the Bills, a game that you just mentioned? Yeah, so Pritch, number one, I think, you know, uh, really, it's really important in the regular season, the most bet games to highlight where the public is, but I would just throw that away in the playoffs because okay. every game is super heavily bet. Right. So I don't think there's a big distinction, you know, between like Raiders Bengals or, you know, Pats Bills. Also, you'll see it mostly chronologically, like obviously the Saturday game is going to be more heavily bet than Sunday or Monday, just because betters want to bet, you know, the next thing that's going to happen here. So what really jumps out to me, Pritch, and again, I'm really big on uh, the Raiders this weekend. I really like the fact that under that most bet teams ticket count standpoint, the, the Bengals are your number one public side. And remember, when we're going into the playoffs, kind of like March Madness or bowl games, obviously NFL playoffs super heavily bet. If I can be both contrarian, which would be with the Raiders, you have almost 60% of bets on the Bengals, and also taking in some sharp money, that's really kind of an auto bet for me. So the Bengals are your most public play, but yet, even though they're getting a majority of bets, we saw this line open 6.5 mm-hmm. all the way down to 5.5 now. So that would be kind of a classic reverse line move. Uh, I like seeing the fact that this is a, a public spot 
to uh, to the Bengals, yet the Lions going to the Raiders. We talked about these playoff dogs against teams who missed the playoffs last year, 66% against the spread last decade, and playoff dogs with a line move in their, in their favor. It doesn't happen often. These markets are very sharp. These numbers are so spot on that it's, it's maybe you see a juice movement, maybe you get a half point, but a full point to the Raiders, those spots, dogs with line moves in their favor, 28-8 and eight against the spread, 78% the last decade. So to me, on that sheet that we just showed, if you like the Raiders, you're against the public, you're with the Sharps, you're not getting the best of the number, but I like the Raiders in this spot, and I like that those numbers kind of back you up with that. So here's a team that got hot towards the end of the year, Josh. Uh, the last two years, the Raiders have collapsed. Uh, this year, they got the job done by going on a winning streak, uh, and essentially it's been win or go home for the Raiders for about a month. Uh, the Bengals, uh, they're comfortable. Had a chance to talk to an insider out there in Cincinnati today, uh, Richard Skinner. WKRC-TV local uh, in Cincinnati. One, the Bengals have been looking forward to that bye week. Uh, they figured that was going to be a great chance for them to recharge. So you got a young team that was actually looking forward to having that week off. Uh, and then also, okay, can they rev it back up again? And then on top of that, too, the comfort for the Bengals. I mean, they played the Chiefs, really, they, the Browns. I mean, that's right up the road from them, really. I mean, the Ravens are at home, too. So uh, for, from a comfort standpoint, the Bengals – they haven't had to fight and scratch and claw the way that the Raiders have for a month. They've been comfortable at home out there in Ohio. Yeah, and I think that could be an angle that if you like the Raiders, you kind of put that in your back pocket and know that, hey, this team has been in these must-win games for a month now, and they've won each each one of them. They've gone through a lot of adversity as well. They've been uh, dogs pretty much, uh, I think, three of their last four games winning outright as dogs in this spot. So you've been in these really tough battles, whereas obviously the Bengals had a great year. But then I, I wonder, Pritch, like if you're battle-tested, if you're the Raiders, you've been playing playoff games for a month. If right. you're the Bengals, yeah, they've had a great year, but pretty young team. And I wonder if, you know, after that big win against Kansas City, kind of everyone sitting that week, uh, week 18, basically that last game of the year, uh, did that stunt their momentum? Did that, you're going, you know, 100 miles an hour. Now you go down to zero. Can you go back to 100 again? Mm -hmm. Maybe that's part of it. I would also say, you know, not only this move toward uh, the Raiders in this spot, but the total pitch early in the week, it looked like that was a pretty sharp under. You had a lot of bets and money hitting the over. A lot of those totals open, I think around 48 ish, got up to like 49 and a half, but you have seen some money here hit the under recently causing this line to fall. My one, uh, you know, worrisome spot here would be if you want to bet the under Jerome Boger, he's going to be the lead ref here. He's the number one, almost your Scott Foster pitch, uh -oh. your number one over ref <laughs> in the NFL. Boger's almost 60% to the over historically. Yeah. How about that? I mean, it's, it's the playoffs. Get out the way officials. I mean, you got two teams that are prolific <laughs> throwing the football. You think about the receiving core for the Bengals. I mean, they're looking to light up the scoreboard for sure. If they can, uh, same thing with the Raiders, uh, the Raiders are aggressive team. Derek Carr talked about how he had a conversation with, um, Kurt Warner in terms of being aggressive. It's okay to throw a pick because you'll uh, get over that, and certainly you're good enough to get over that situation too. So we've seen that from the Raiders. More aggressive nature, throwing the football vertically down the field, and certainly uh, the Cincinnati Bengals have kind of changed their tune, getting away from run first and throwing the ball with Burrow. So it gets interesting for the matchup for me when we looked at that. We did a, a scouting reports earlier this week too, Josh. Uh, when we looked at the Bengals – and what they can do with their pass rush or offensive line, and conversely, what they're going to have to do against the Raiders' defensive front, which includes Max Crosby, who made second-team All-Pro, uh, as well as the new and improved Raiders' offensive line as well. 
Yeah, great point. So I think if you're going to bet on the Raiders this weekend, like me, if you want to sweat the Raiders, you need Crosby to get home. You need to kind of disrupt, obviously, the timing of this great prolific offense here. Also saw T. Higgins should be good to go. I think mm -hmm. he might have been nursing an injury. So, again, my question would be, you know, again, you have one team playing all these playoff games, another team that's young and, and has overachieved. Are you happy to be here or are you really, you know, trying to uh, win something and have a, a deep run here? The other thing, Pritch, I think the next move is critical. Now, if we get to uh, between now and tomorrow and you see – this line fall to five, that's going to be further evidence that even though you missed the key number of six, more money's coming in on Vegas. Now, on the flip side, kind of what we saw with the Buffalo Bills, they went from four to five, uh, from four to four and a half today. What if we see this Bengals line get back up to six? The next move was critical, but from start to now, Pritch, it's all been moving toward the Raiders. All right, let's get to it in, in terms of the 49ers and the Cowboys, too, because uh, we're going to get to some intangibles that I want to ask you questions about. It involves all the games, uh, but let's move on to the 49ers and Cowboys because of the fact that you have a popular dog situation with the 49ers, but yet you have the Cowboys who they are America's team. And, and so I'm thinking as we get closer and closer to kickoff, Josh, that a lot of money is going to come in on the Cowboys laying that three points there. I think you're right, Pritch. And this does worry me a bit, you know, in terms of a dog better who likes to bet a lot of dogs in the playoffs because they've done pretty well historically. I don't want to be on a trendy dog. I still have PTSD from sweating Alabama, <laughs> Pritch, when I should have listened to you uh, and bet Georgia. But uh, this is shaping up to maybe be some money back going Dallas's way. You know, a lot of these books all week, it was pretty much three painted. But you did see some juice early towards San Fran. And last couple of days, the juice is going back, particularly today, toward Dallas. So I'm with you. When it comes to, you know, Sunday, you know, noon, 12, 12, 1, 2, 3, leading up to this game here at 430. I think you're going to get a lot of Cowboys money. Remember, they went 13 and 4 against the spread this year. So anyone who bet Dallas, when you're deciding who should I take here, you're probably going to think back to all the times Dallas covered for you and going to lean toward Dallas at home laying a short number. So why is that important? If you like Dallas, I think the three is going to be your best number. To me, I'll walk this tightrope. I don't like being on a trendy dog, but I think if you can get the hook there, I'm waiting for San Fran plus three and a half. When that hits, I'll grab San Fran and the hook. That is a Shanahan as a dog spot, playoff dog uh, with a uh, playing a team who missed the playoffs last uh -huh. year. Again, I'm worried though, Pritch. What do you think? Is this uh, you know just public money moving it, or is it? Hey, Dallas maybe could be undervalued here. Well, I mean, Dallas is so strong ATS. I mean, you mentioned uh, 13 and four in the season, five and three at home. Uh, against the NFC Conference, 11 and one. Uh, I mean, the last five games, four and one ATS as well. Uh, the history, I think, will come into play too for some people. But even though the teams are completely different, I don't know why you would bring in a history. But uh, we normally get those type of games when when these two franchises meet. Uh, you have Kyle Shanahan against Dan Quinn. It, war games. Like I didn't get to this yesterday, but. Coaches, they play those war games, whether it's in a training camp or whether it's in a summer camp, mandatory mini camps or whatever. So you had Dan Quinn going up against Kyle Shanahan, and Shanahan wanted to be part of that staff so he can understand that cover three concept, cover three slash cover one concept that Dan Quinn runs. Uh, and so that was just the knowledge that Kyle got right before he took the head coaching job out there in San Francisco. Highly, highly intriguing game to me. Real quick, though, Josh, I want to ask you a question, though. Because I've heard, I've heard people talk about this. The Dallas Cowboys, they really haven't played anybody that well down the stretch. But what about the 49ers? Who have they played on the road from a signature standpoint that can stand out to you and give you confidence to back uh, the 49ers here? Yeah, it's a great question, Pritch. So, obviously, you know, the big one against the Rams, I'd put some stock into that. That okay. was pretty much a must win. You Overtime. At that point. Overtime, yeah, getting three and a half points, similar spot to if this line goes to three and a half. But before that, you beat down Houston. Remember, they lost <laughs> to Tennessee on that uh, primetime game. They lost to Tennessee. Atlanta before that. 
Yeah, yeah. And again, and then the other one, Pritch, I guess that Cincinnati game on the road where they kind of uh, got that in the at the very end with a, they almost, I remember I bet on them and right. uh, they almost blew it there and scored a touchdown late. But I also put stock into like, did you cruise and, and clinch this spot kind of like Dallas and maybe you've been uh, let down a little bit or did you have to fight and claw? I like those teams that had to fight mm-hmm. and claw to get in the playoffs because they've already been playing must win. So I think the Vegas Raiders kind of like San Fran had to win these games down the stretch to get in. I'm worried, Pritch, and they may be trendy, but I'm going to go three and a half here with San Francisco. I hear you. Nice job of getting that hook right there for sure. But those two overtime road wins, though, uh, I guess that's the battle-tested nature of the 49ers. VEASAN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all-new Big Game Big Dance special provides all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Best bet emails, exclusive betting split, breakdowns on every game, and the upcoming Big Game College Hoops betting guide all for $69. Get to vcin.com slash big deal and sign up today. Come up next, my playbook right here on vcin, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. NFL playoff season is here and it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID. Open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, my playbook. Um, ended the year with my former team teaser, 3-1. and one. Proud of that. That was a plus 60 bad boy right there. Yep. So, I'm going into the playoffs with one play so far. I have not decided on other plays. But I, I like this one. Talking to Lou Finicaro in, in studio yesterday, uh, talking with you throughout the week, uh, I feel comfortable with the Buccaneers on a teaser. So I got them down to two and a half, and I paired them up with the Patriots, uh, thinking that I'm going to get through 10, but that line has moved too. So if you're still looking at the Patriots, you can get into a, an even better situation from a teaser, teaser standpoint if you think about it. But I'm comfortable with the 10 and a half. Third time around uh, with the Patriots uh, and the Bills. It's Bill Belichick, and that's my bet. I mean, 
if anybody can come up with a game plan who, by the way, changes their game plan week to week based on who they're playing, can they come up with a game plan to slow down Josh Allen? Now, Josh Allen accounted for so much production for that Bills offense. Pretty much he's, he's a Bills offense, if you want to sum it up that way. I, I have to imagine that Bill Belichick can come up with some way to kind of neutralize that to give his team a chance. I'm with you, Pritch. So, number one, I love the fact that you've been consistent with your teasers all year. It's kind of been something that you've been uh, talking about in the teaser syndicate, by the way, had a great year. So, oh, yeah. I like that uh, <laughs> you're, you're not changing your you know, your stripes here in the postseason. You're sticking with what uh, has made you some money. So, I think that's a testament uh, to you and to betters in general. If something's been working with you, keep sticking with it. You feel like you're getting better at it. You feel like you have some intel. So, I think that's important. I think you can look at this New England move one of two ways. In one way, if you're a Patriots fan like me, you're getting a better number. You're feeling better. You're now in a good teaser spot, four and a half up to ten and a half. But my, but the other way to look at it is, you know, why are you getting a better number? For whatever reason, there was some money that came in uh, on the bills this morning, minus four up to minus four and a half. Mm -hmm. But again, looking at uh, where the line opened, a lot of the books did open four and a half. So you're four and a half down to four. Now you're kind of back at where the opener was. So uh, I, I heard rumors or on Twitter or some sources told me there was a syndicate that really liked the bills minus four this morning that hit it, that caused that line to go up. I think that's definitely true. But I, I still go the points here with New England. I'm with you, Pritch. If you're teaser, you're getting better numbers. You like it even more. But really leaning on the familiarity. It's very rare, as we've talked about quite a bit, that you're going to play a team three times in the same year. When you're a divisional dog in the playoffs, you're 8-4 and four ATS, 67% covering numbers the last decade. So I think if you're Belichick, you saw uh, Josh Allen run around and beat you and, and really you know make you look bad there uh, toward the end of the regular season, that second rematch. I think Belichick's got something up his sleeve. I think this is more of a field goal game. I'm with you in the 4.5, and, and I like the teaser as well. So you're out there right now, I mean, weather forecast. And then also I need some referee information for you, from you uh, <laughs> on this game. I didn't research that yet. What do you have? Yeah, so the referee is Brad Allen, Pritch. Okay. So I, I love that you're thinking this way. I, oh, yeah. I'm really take, I've turned you to the dark side here. This is great. Uh, but Brad Allen, he's a home ref, so 55% against the spread, Brad Allen. Nothing crazy, but that would favor the Bills. Uh, and in terms of the total, the total's interesting. He is a uh, historically an under ref, about 53%. Nothing crazy here. But my thing with the total, Pritch, is the public, uh, and you think about the Bills, Bills Mafia, and up there in western New York, it's going to be terrible weather. And it will. It's going to be very, very cold. But as of now, and I had someone tweet me who lives in New York and said, hey, you know, it's only five mile an hour today, but by tomorrow it could be 10, 15. So remember, the weather can really change mm -hmm. off the lake very quickly there. Yeah. Uh but my thing is a lot of betters are actually taking the under here, remembering that windy game. But the total did rise, you know, 43 and a half ish to 44. And this would be a cold weather over 30 degrees or less. Uh, the over is actually 57 percent. So I wouldn't be so quick to just run to the window and bet the under. Looks like maybe there's some sneaky money with the over. And again, the wind is the key, not the temperature. Well, absolutely, because I was looking at this and we kind of mentioned it during the week. But I'll bring it up again on this show today. Uh, the fact that the most passing yards in a season by a rookie quarterback Andrew Luck led the way at 4,300 yards. You had Justin Herbert, who won Rookie of the Year last year, 4,300 yards. Cam Newton, 4,000 yards. Jameis Winston, 4,000 yards. And then there's a guy named Mac Jones, who quietly had 3,800 passing yards this year, Josh. I mean, if it does come to that type of a game, uh, you had intel that he was getting his work done and not paying attention to anything else. Uh, we know the nature of the, uh, excuse me, the New England Patriots to, to kind of change their way and uh, come up with a, a different game plan each and every week. Hard to prepare for if you're the opponent. So if it comes down to Mac Jones having to throw the football, uh, are you confident in that? I am, even though I have the teaser situation. 
So I'm confident him throwing the ball. I just worry about the turnovers. The thing with Mac Jones recently is the turnovers. It's that, uh, you know, just dump it to the right. It gets picked off and it's a pick six. It's fumbling. It's these turnovers that you cannot have. And obviously we do expect him to throw, you know, more than what was it? Three times or five times, whatever it was <laughs> right. in that windy game, Pritch. Uh, so again, the perception of, of Jones in Boston, it's funny down on him early. They were loving him during that win streak. And now kind of a lot of people are down on him again. And I really lead uh, and kind of look at this number in terms of a recency bias play where New England was one and three down the stretch. The Buffalo Bills were four and zero. Oh, big public play to Buffalo, and you are seeing that late money in their favor as well. But I think if you're Belichick, I don't think you can expect Mac Jones to winning this game. I think he's that game manager. I think your run game is really, really key. Keep an eye on Isaiah Wynn. Uh, he's questionable right now. You really want him in the lineup. Mm -hmm. I think you want to run the ball, but you obviously need Mac Jones not to turn it over. I think that's your ticket. You can't win a. I don't know if you can win a. You know, a 35-30 game, but if you can make it 20 to 17, I think that's your ticket. Okay, hard to bet against Tom Brady. I'm not betting against him, but. Uh, you know, laying eight points, eight and a half, maybe a, a tougher matchup than a lot of people are anticipating uh, against the Eagles. I think the Eagles have been underrated, uh, to be honest with you, in terms of the job that Sirianni has done this year with this squad. Uh, coming into the year, offensive line issues. Okay, where has that gone now that they can run the football? You got a first-time head coach, a first-time defensive coordinator, and essentially a rookie offensive coordinator, and here they are in the playoffs against Tampa Bay. So I tease Tampa down uh, with the weather involved as well, Josh. I really like that play, Pritch. And remember, these teams actually, uh, you know, they played, when was it? I think it was October 14th, mm -hmm. and Tampa Bay won 28 to 22. I think the Eagles may have covered that number, but, uh, or was that the game Sirianni went for two? I don't remember. But either way, Pritch, uh, it, it was. Okay, good. Yeah. I was going to say, Sirianni, he was the guy who I made fun of with all the, you know, the uh, uh, the, the pens in his in his visor. And I'm like, okay, if you cover numbers, you can have 100 of them in your visor, whatever it takes to cover. But, <laughs> yeah, the Bucks were uh, up 28 7 in that game. Oh, that's at one right. Point. Yeah. They came back, and I think that's your worry if you're laying that eight and a half because backdoor covers. Are the Bucks up big, and you get a late Jalen Hurts touchdown, that sort of thing. Um, I think this teaser is going to be a really popular one, Pritch, so I like it, eight and a half down to two and a half. You go through seven, you go through three, but I do know the sports books, like Thomas Gable at the Borgata and, and Vinny and, and Chris Andrews and the whole crew at the South Point, they're probably getting a lot of these, and it makes total sense, but I almost worry when it becomes a really like America's teaser type spot. Uh, <laughs> that's what worries me with the books rooting against it, but I am with you. I think everything tells you. Can Brady win by three or more? I think you make that bet. Well, I mean, you factor in the weather, and Brady, uh, he's thrown a ball, what, 717 times this year, second to only Matthew <laughs> Stafford. Uh, so they need to throw the ball, a ball. We know that for sure. Now they're getting people back. Uh, Fournette, uh, Bernard's coming back. But even Brady, his nature, he wants to throw those dink and dunk passes. We know that. That's the extension of the running game, too, as well as screens. But one thing that is an X factor for the Eagles is they can do that kind of stuff too, as well as run the football and they run the football on the perimeter too. So that's outside of Vita Vea and all those guys interior. And now on the outside for the Buccaneers, I, I bring in a question, the health of JPP and Shaq Barrett. Yeah, you need those guys to be healthy, especially, you know, if you want to make a deep run here into the playoffs. Uh, in terms of the, the spread, you know, it hasn't really moved too much. That's been notable. Eight and a half kind of stayed eight and a half. But Pritch, the total is really interesting to me. Remember, this was a big, uh, what was it, like a Tuesday or a Wednesday? Uh, the weather report came out at Raymond James saying it's going to be 20 mile an hour winds. It could be rainy. We saw a huge steam move hit that under. A lot of those books were 49 and a half all the way down to like 46 and a half. The last sharp move I saw was 46 and a half. Now it's down to 45 and a half at some shops. I'd just be wary at betting the under right now. Okay. When you lose so much equity in terms of a line and now you're off, 
you know, more than three points off the opener. Could it be a, you know, a, a 20 to 17 game, a 20 to 10 game? Absolutely. But when you're looking at the value of a line, I just get concerned here uh, that you're getting the worst of it with that under, even though it has been a clear underplay at BetMGM, 65% of bets and 77% of money mm-hmm. is on the under. I'm just concerned, uh, you know, as you always mentioned, Pritch, very astutely, are you late to the party? Are you getting the worst of it? Right. Imagine getting under 46, 45 and a half. It lands 47. <laughs> all the sharps who hit it early cash and you don't because you're late. That's my concern with the total. Okay, I'm scared to ask this question. Referee <laughs> information for this game. Please do not say Hockley. Please do not say Hockley. Please do not say Hockley. Uh, so let me let me find this one for you, Please Rich. I'm loving this. Is, we're having fun on a Friday. I like Please this. Please do not say hockey. This is, <laughs> it's not hockey. <laughs> okay. That's good. All right. uh, but it's it's Craig Rolstad. He's okay. actually been really good to the road team. He's about 58% ATS to the road team. To his credit, he's right down the middle in terms of total. So no bias there. But he is a road ref for Rolstad. Uh, again, almost 58% to the road team. Yeah, we're having fun with that right there, but not really. I mean, Sean Hockley, right? It would just ruin my weekend if that was the case. Uh, but I have them on the teaser. There's my teaser right there for my playbook. I'm looking to add some plays, too, depending on how and what develops uh, as we approach the weekend. Coming up next on the program, we're going to get to Josh Applebaum's best bets into Wild Card Weekend in the National Football League. That's coming up next. Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no batteries to charge, or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Winter Green, Citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find a satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. Josh, just looking at some line movement as we speak. Um, Buffalo, New England, that line is down, back down to four and a half. You can still find a five. I think Circus still has that five. Uh, but four and a half as that line movement happening during the show here. Yeah, it is. And I want to give a shout out to on Twitter at Pat Booker 18, my buddy here. He had mentioned, uh, and I just saw confirmation. It looks like, I don't know if this is the exact reason, but Isaiah Wynn, who we just mentioned, Mm -hmm. he was just ruled out for this game. So starting left tackle for the Patriots out that did coincide uh, with this move toward Buffalo. And you also look at the injury report. Patriots do have a lot of guys who are questionable and bull and the, uh, the bills have a completely healthy uh, report here with their injured players. So maybe that's part of it. Uh, the Isaiah win moving that number further, but again, uh, I'm, I'm worried with this movement, but I still think, you know, if you have Michael Owenu play there or you add another tight end to kind of give him a little help, I think this is a, it's an injury that's important and it maybe has, has something to do with the line moving, but I don't think it's a game changer. Uh, but I think maybe that, that might be why that line's moving further to the bills. And then also Pritch just found out uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire going to be out this weekend right. for that Kansas city chiefs game. So that line is still at 12 and a half. Yeah. I mean, a running back situation, they've gone on without Clyde Edwards either. Uh, and then you think about when to, you know, he hasn't been the draft choice. I, I think that the Patriots were hoping he would be, to be honest with you, but uh, nonetheless, I, he's a guy that certainly you would like to have in that game. Um, but that line, like you said, I mean, four and a half, five still places juiced up 
uh, at places minus 115, minus 120 uh, at some books as well with the four and the four and a half. So uh, keep an eye on that right there. So your playbook or your best plays, your best bets, Josh, uh, coming into the wild card weekend, what do you have? Yeah, so I'm going to lean on a lot of dogs, Pritch. You know, I've been doing Wild Card Weekend betting on it for almost like a decade now at this point. And uh, when I first got into it, you know, I would bet favorites. And then I'd realize, hey, dogs tend to bark and do well and cover numbers. And then you kind of go year by year and you say, you know, why didn't I bet these dogs? I was too afraid because I was lopsided toward the favorite. But remember, this is a good weekend to bet on dogs. 58% ATS dogs in the Wild Card Weekend over the last decade. So I got a lot of dogs here, Pritch. We talked about the Raiders. I took the Raiders plus five and a half, six and a half, down to five and a half, a team that has been playing. A lot of these must-win games got some good mojo going with a line move in their favor. So Raiders are a bet for me. Patriots plus four and a half. I'm getting the hook now. I'm happy about that. Uh, we talked about the injury to Isaiah win. You're seeing this line go back a little bit, but I do put a lot of stock into that familiarity and seeing the fact that a lot of these divisional dogs do well, 67% against the spread in the playoffs. Some games we haven't talked about too much, Pritch, the Cardinals. I'm going to play the Cardinals plus four. This has been interesting because it's a Monday night game and there really hasn't been any movement at all. Uh, kind of open four, stayed four. I did see a couple shops that maybe at one point were maybe four and a half down to four, but either way, kind of a line freeze here uh so i think going into this weekend we talked about it yesterday let's see how these favorites and dogs do if it's a big dog weekend which knock on what i hope it is because it has been historically and i'll be sweating dogs do you see this uh further movement toward arizona like getting down to three and a half on the flip side let's see let's say favorites do well i think that could influence quite a bit how that monday night game is bet so you're kind of in the same spot now with arizona that you were with new england saying hey do i grab the cardinals plus four now or will there be late movement to the rams if i wait it out i can get the hook so i'm kind of on uh on watch right now i'll play the four with arizona if not uh and it goes to four and a half i'll grab the hook here but i just like this spot with two teams in the division a lot of familiarity and also the fact that they played two games in the regular season and the dog in both games won outright rams were the dog they won outright cardinals were the dog they won outright i think i put a lot of stock into this i think it's more of a field goal game i got down on cardinals plus four okay sticking with that game too just looking at the injuries james connor did not practice yesterday uh, waiting on the injury report for today into Monday, too. Um, Zach Ertz, I mean, this is an older team. When you look at the Cardinals a little bit, and, okay, injuries playing a role in their situation, too. So, uh, buying a little bit more time. Maybe uh, we'll see some more line movement as we get closer to kickoff right there. But there's some key injuries here. Uh, and I want to highlight this as a former player. Everybody's banged up. I mean, you're, you're in a training room for something, I think, at this point. But is that going to keep you out of this game? Like, for instance, Darren Waller with the Raiders. Uh, he's limited, and, and certainly he's been banged up. But my goodness, it's the playoffs. Like, if you can suit up, you're going to suit up and give it a go. You're exactly right, Pritch. And again, if you're a guy like Darren Waller, if you're a better like me on the Raiders, you want him to play great and have, you know, 10 catches for 100 yards, mm -hmm. but also play in this game because even if he's kind of that quote unquote decoy, like we've seen a lot of good players who are hurt and they're out there just to make sure that the defense plays honest against them. So that's another thing to keep an eye out for. Pritch, yeah. uh, you want to get the referee here for this Arizona Cardinals Rams <laughs> game? Uh-oh. Clay Martin, your buddy Clay Martin, he is a big road ref here. Clay Martin is 36 and uh, 23 against the spread for road teams. He's about 61% for road teams. So mm -hmm. again, we have fun with this. I'm not going to bet the Cardinals just because Clay Martin is the ref, but if I have this divisional dog angle, if you're kind of seeing a line freeze type situation and Clay Martin tends to really, you know, benefit these road teams, then I'll put that in my back pocket and I'll sweat that. I'll also say, Pritch, keep an eye on the under here. Martin's 56% to the under. And you did see at BetMGM, I think there's about 
uh, 60% of bets on the over, yet some of these books were 50 down to 49 and a half. So this thing didn't tick up. It kind of stayed where it's at or maybe even fell. I think the other thing when you bet about, uh, talk about these divisional games in the playoffs, it's not just the dog with the, the familiarity. Sometimes it's the total to the under, knowing what to expect, having gone against you know the same defensive back against the same wide receiver, knowing how to kind of game plan against each other. That could be a benefit to the under as well. Yeah, you know what? Looking at your Raiders play too, I mean, I, I kind of like it in terms of, of uh, just the side right there, uh, not a teaser situation. Just looking at the side for the Raiders, you got a great number uh, if you're looking at plus five and a half right there against the Bengals too. So uh, the intangibles, I think, are all over the place and favors the Las Vegas Raiders. When you think about the primetime games, the Raiders have played five. Uh, the primetime game for the Bengals, because they're the Bengals, was against Jacksonville. Uh, and, okay, adversity. You mentioned that earlier in the program. Adversity is a big deal. The Raiders have gone through the gauntlet of, okay, we got to keep winning or we're going home. We're not going to qualify for the playoffs. Whereas the Bengals won the division. They got up for the Chiefs, but then took the week off mm -hmm. uh, and felt like they needed to do that. So for a young team, I wonder if they can rebound and respond accordingly and play the game of their lives against the Raiders coming up tomorrow. Yeah, and I think it's kind of easier, Pritch, like that game against the Kansas City Chiefs with the Bengals. Like, they were a big dog, and you heard Burrow say all week, no one believes in us, it's mm -hmm. easy for that to happen. I don't know if you can play that card now. Like, you're favored by five and a half. Who's the pressure on? I think it's more on Cincy. And again, love their future, love their young quarterback and what they're building there. Zach Taylor, you know, not the coach of the year right now, favorite. It's Rabel, but you kind of feel better about this program overall. Uh, but again, it's not like house money. They're a five and a half point dog against the Raiders. You're expected to win. How do you play with that pressure? Have Having, uh, a lot of these guys not playing last week. And also, Pritch, just I like the mental toughness of the Raiders having to go through the Gruden stuff, having to go through the Henry Rugg stuff. And then down the stretch, you're an eight-and-a-half point dog against the Colts. You went outright. You're a three-point three dog against uh, the Chargers with your playoff life on the line. You went outright. I think that says a lot about this team. And if I'm getting points with this team and the line's going in my direction, telling me some respected money's with me, that gives me some confidence to fire on the five-and-a-half. Yeah, I was wondering about the injury situation, too, with the Buffalo Bills as, you know, we're both on the Patriots. You take the side. I, I have the Patriots on a teaser. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is full go. Uh, you know, that's a guy with a ton of playoff experience for sure. Uh, and that was the other side of Diggs. I was looking to see what was going to happen out there with Buffalo, whether or not uh, there was going to be a compliment to Diggs on the other side of him. So Sanders was full go yesterday. Uh, Beasley, as we know, uh, you know, he's Beasley's guy in the slot right there. But uh, the plan, I think, for Belichick defensively, you mentioned when offensively, uh, but the Patriots should be in good shape, though, with that defense. Yeah, and I think if you're Belichick, you know, obviously you don't. He doesn't need me to give him any advice. Uh, <laughs> he's forgotten more football knowledge than I'll ever know in my life. But um, I think it's the too high safety. I think you make Josh Allen, uh, you know, hand the ball off. They did this against Peyton Manning. Mm -hmm. All those really good matchups with Brady against Manning throughout the you know early 2000s. What did Belichick do? It was a different game then. You could be more handsy on the receivers, but you have two safeties, and Allen pretty much has to uh, hand the ball off. I think that's kind of the way to attack it. And then Pritch, I know we're up against it. But I kind of like the Steelers. The Steelers, to me, are in a pretty good spot. I know it sounds crazy, and the Chiefs, you feel like, are going to blow them out. But you're not seeing this line move off of 12 and a half. Remember, it opened at 13. Yeah. And you do look at Mike Tomlin as a dog. You look at these uh, playoff dogs with the line moving in their favor the last decade. I just think I like, and we talked about it yesterday, I like the mindset that, that the uh, the Steelers are taking toward this game. They're not, you know, quivering in the corner like, oh, we, Mahomes is going to kill us. They're taking <laughs> this as a challenge. I kind of like that, and I like the 12 and a half with the Steelers. All right. Can't leave that hazmat suit alone, can you? <laughs>
Yeah, just we got to dust it off for the playoffs, You just got to yeah. put that thing on, don't you? <laughs> for the wild card. two of them for the Steelers, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, installation with the hazmat suit. I like that. I mean, there's so much offense with the, with the Chiefs. It, it's tough to lay it, though. Uh, 12 and a half. I think there's going to be a little bit of weather involved as well, as well. But then the depth issue at running back, no Clyde Edwards Elaire, that could come back uh, to uh, uh, bite the Chiefs a little bit. And then also Najee Harris is questionable, but he'll play. More to get to here on the program. More betting across America right here on DSN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the pro football playoffs. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game. If either team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSEN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy the playoffs like never before and earn M Life rewards that you can redeem at any MGM resort. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use bonus code VSEN200 to win $200 in free bets if either team scores a touchdown in a pro football playoff game. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. 1-800-GAMBLER. Call that number if you feel that you have a gambling problem. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum. So, Josh, regular season MVP pretty much decided. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was minus 500 favorite at BetMGM. Um, how about Super Bowl MVP? Let's get out in front of that. Uh, so let's look at the odds right now. Super Bowl MVP, normally a quarterback, although although I'll make a case for wide receivers for sure. <laughs> I always will. Um, but we got Aaron Rodgers leading the way again on this category, in this category, on this board, plus 450. Patrick Mahomes, plus 550. Tom Brady, plus 800. And Josh Allen, plus 900. And you can see the rest of the list. I mean, it's guys that could get hot along the way in the playoffs, but – I mean, those first four names are very, very intriguing, though. 
Yeah, it feels like the MVP is going to be one of these first four, Pritch. And to your point, and uh, give our, our producer Ben a lot of credit, great data here. As you mentioned, Pritch, nine of the last 12 winners have been quarterbacks. Uh, only 10 players have won both the regular season and the, the uh, Super Bowl MVP. Last one was Kurt Warner in 1999. Mm-hmm. So Rodgers is trying to trying to catch War- uh, Kurt Warner for that record there. Pritch, I think Rodgers is going to be the low-hanging fruit, uh, plus 450. They've been the best team in the year, the best team all season. You have home field advantage. It's going to have to go through Lambeau. And right now they're plus 375, the favorite to win the Super Bowl. But I just think, to me, the value is actually Mahomes here, plus 550. I think if you're betting Aaron Rodgers, you got to have in the back of your mind that probably Brady he's going to come to Lambeau. And do you feel great about that game? To me, it's a toss up. Maybe it's green Bay minus three, but if Brady knocks off Rodgers, then that chalk, you know, uh, Super Bowl MVP uh, ticket is just ripped up. So I like the fact that Mahomes kind of has an easier path here in the AFC. Yeah. If you play the bills, it's going to be a tough game. And Josh Allen right now, plus uh, nine to nine to one could be worth a look as well. But I would be more confident in Mahomes beating, you know, basically like the Titans and the Bills than I would be uh, Rodgers beating Brady. That's why, to me, if you're getting, you know, a plus 550, a little bit better of a payout in Mahomes, you do worry about, you know, the Super Bowl hangover here. But to me, at plus 550, I'd be looking toward Mahomes knowing that his path is a little bit easier to get there. And again, no matter who you like, Mm -hmm. you may want to bet it now because you're going to have. Uh, these numbers get worse. Like if like these teams advance the the kind of the chalk advances this weekend, you're going to have maybe plus 550. Now Mahomes next week, he's going to be down to plus 400. So if you like it, you may want to get it now, but Pritch, who are you looking at here? Well, at the beginning of the year, I mentioned, so goes the quarterback goes the team. And then you look at uh, super bowls and you look at quarterbacks and winning quarterbacks of super bowls, typically, okay, you're going to win the MVP too. So, uh, when you think about Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, they're on track or if not already qualified for the Hall of Fame. There's four outliers that I can think of. You know, Trent Dilfer, um, Nick Foles, uh, Joe Flacco, uh, and there's one more in there. Can't think of it right now. But at least those guys, uh, look, they weren't tracking to the Hall of Fame or, or anything like that, but they won a Super Bowl, right? Everybody else, when you look at Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, they're tracking towards the Hall of Fame. Uh, now, if we want to take a shot on this board, I mean, the first three names, they're tracking towards the Hall of Fame, certainly, right? But what other names on the board can get hot and then also kind of project that they could become a Hall of Fame quarterback someday? I mean, is that Dak Prescott at 13 to 1? Is that Ryan Tannehill? I mean, is that Matthew Stafford at 12 to 1? If you want to take a longer shot right here, and uh, Jimmy G has been there before but did not complete the task of winning uh, a Super Bowl. Uh, So you got Jimmy G at 25 to 1 on this list as well. That's kind of the name I was thinking about, Pritch. And by the way, that other quarterback you're looking for, Brad Johnson, Tampa Bay, yes. was, was that one of them? Yes, he okay, was one. there we go. <laughs> All right, nice. We just won pub trivia. Nice. We just got a free uh, free burger and beer. I love that. But uh, <laughs> Pritch, uh, to me, Jimmy G, 25 to 1 is a really good number. Obviously, you're going to have to went outright, you know, as a three or three and a half point dog against Dallas. But I think uh, having been there, done that, a guy who's been in big games is very well coached. I like that number 25 to one uh, Stafford, 12 to one. I really don't know what to make of him. Pritch. Sometimes this guy looks, uh, looks great. Other times he's forcing the ball into triple coverage, but that's a team that if they can make some noise and it's going to be tough for them to go to Lambeau, I think they had to go there last year, I believe, and uh, kind of got rolled or didn't cover that number there in the bad weather. So I don't know. I, it's not sexy. It's not fun to say, but I think you're chalk your top four picks it's going to be one of those four yeah probably the way to go on that one if you're looking to bet that market right now uh get out in front of those numbers because obviously like you mentioned uh you know you got Aaron Rodgers a favorite MVP certainly an MVP for the Super Bowl and then uh at home home field advantage now it gets interesting because Patrick Mahomes uh Tennessee 
uh, at 12 to 1, Tennessee's got home field advantage throughout the playoffs, but yet uh, probably a dog situation uh, if, in fact, they're taking on the Chiefs. Yeah, that would be a fascinating line. I wonder what that would be. You know, Chiefs going to Titans. Would it be Titans minus one? I don't know. It would be pretty much uh, close to a pick there. But, yeah, trying to extrapolate out, mm-hmm. you know, looking at the road, looking at the matchups, who can get there and who can win it. You know, another name I'll throw out there, Pritch, is, you know, uh, you know Joe Burrow, 25 to one. Obviously, they're a favorite here against the Raiders. I'm hoping they win by five or less. But could he get hot? And to your theory of, you know, typically these teams are guys who win it are on track for a Hall of Fame career. It's early on Burrow, but he's definitely showing you signs that he could be maybe that next wave of good quarterbacks in the NFL. What if Derrick Henry comes back and that guy is a monster? Uh, and I mean, <laughs> home field advantage, just two games and you're in uh, if you're Tennessee. Yeah, 25 to 1. My only concern there, obviously, coming off the injury, but also, Pritch, when you get into the playoffs, I think it's maybe easier to shut down a running game than a passing game. Mm -hmm. So I know you lean on the running game, but I don't know. I like the number, but he's been out quite a bit, and uh, and I don't know if if that's uh, a worthwhile spot there. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I'm not buying that one either. I mean, (laughs) even though you mentioned Vrabel being, what, the favorite as coach of the year without Derrick Henry, and then uh, I think – Derrick Henry is going to provide a lift, though, for the Titans once he does, in fact, return uh, to that football team. Let's get to your Market Insights uh, podcast. And certainly you get in-depth, in-depth, in-depth <laughs> with your plays there, Josh Applebaum. What do you have for us today? Yeah, so let's go to college basketball. It's kind of a big college basketball night. There's only, I think, 10, 11 games, but uh, there's some interesting moves across the market. So my first play that I really like tonight, St. Bonaventure. I'm going to play it with the Bonnies tonight. What jumped out to me is it looks like a kind of a really good fade the trendy dog type spot where public is all over VCU. VCU has won, I think, seven games in a row. Uh, Bonnies play kind of that slow Virginia, kind of good defensive type situation. So they're not really a big public favorite here. But you have the Bonnies open, only laying about one and a half here. And now St. Bonaventure venture is all the way up to minus three. So even though you have public all over VCU, the line is going towards St. Bonaventure's really banking on uh, the Bonnies defensively. They only give up 63 points a game uh, versus 73 here for the opponent. They also shoot much better, 45% from the field, 43% here for VCU. So that jumped out to me as a public VCU yet line going to the Bonnies. And Pritch, you know me, I don't want a backdoor, buzzer beater, anything crazy like that. I took the money line there. You're looking at around minus one, I think it's minus 130, minus 140 for the Bonnies. Another one that caught my eye, Richmond. Richmond is at home against Davidson. Davidson is a really, really popular bet here as well. Steph Curry's alma mater. Uh, but yet, even though um, you have uh, Richmond, who's 10 and 6, Davidson 13 and 2, game's a pick 'em. Pritch, shouldn't Davidson be a favorite here? Mm-hmm. To me, that's fishy. I actually like Richmond in this spot. I'm seeing almost 90% of bets on Davidson, but it kind of opened a pick 'em, stayed a pick 'em. Some shops are even minus one Richmond. So I'll go Richmond money line and St. Bonaventure money line. All right. And then the NHL, Josh Applebaum. I know you talk often about the NHL on your podcast, and it's a great listen, by the way. I highly recommend it as well. Any NHL plays? Yeah, we got some NHL tonight, Pritch. Uh, Florida Panthers. I'm going to lay with the Panthers here tonight against the Dallas Stars. They open around minus 180. Pretty good steam up to around minus 200. So, of course, bet to risk, not bet to win. You're risking your one unit, trying to get a half unit back. I never risk two units to win one. Uh, that's going to save you if you ever lose on these favorites. But Florida has a rest advantage. They last played the 11th. The Stars played the 12th. And Florida's been really, really good at home. Uh, 19-3 and at home. 23-8 and is a favorite. Dallas has struggled on the road. 4-10-1 and uh, one on the road. And also, you know, defensively, they're both giving up about three goals a game. But Florida's offense, they're one of the best offensive teams, almost up there with the Avs, scoring about four goals a game, only about three for Dallas. So uh, I'm on Florida at home on the money line. And Pritch, another one, Minnesota. Uh, at one point this afternoon, Minnesota Wild were like minus 150. They just got steamed up. 
to around minus 170. Mm -hmm. They're rested. Uh, Minnesota's another great home team and also as a favorite. I'm going to lay with the Wild here tonight as well. All right. Just some injury news updating in the National Football League because we've got the game starting tomorrow. Uh, I mentioned Najee Harris is questionable. You mentioned Edwards Hilaire is out. Leonard Fournette is a game-time decision. And, and Ronald Jones ruled out for the wildcard game for Tampa Bay as well. Ooh, a lot of Le'Veon Bell, it sounds like, Pritch, right? I wonder what I mean, his uh, DFS and stuff like that is. Yeah. <laughs> Giovanni Bernard, perhaps. I mean, James Conner not at practice today either for the Cardinals. Pritch, what's the one game you're most excited to watch this weekend? Uh, Raiders and the Bengals. Uh, two hot teams getting after it here on a Saturday. Love it, Pritch. Go Raiders and have a great weekend, my you man. You too. Good luck with everything, Josh. Have a great weekend. The Edge coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare